Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I am here with my husband and fabulous co-host, Kyle, to discuss the SEC Outdoor Championship, which took place May 13th through 15th in College Station, Texas. You know what is also fabulous? You. Well, I mean, you already said that, but what was also fabulous is that we technically have made it through what I would consider an entire outdoor track and field season for the first time in like two years it's crazy i know we've still got post the rest of the postseason to talk about the fact that we completed an entire regular season no issues that is crazy that's a miracle in and of itself and we are grateful to be here and here's the funny thing too is now that everything's starting to get a little bit better it's still outdoors so they should feel even safer out there isn't that the truth it is and like that's what frustrates me i'm gonna gripe for a second the fact that i didn't get into the war eagle invite because we were outside it was still outside and like i'm sorry that was i'm just getting a little frustrated about this because this would have been a great year to watch some auburn track and field because they've done some really good things they really really have so speaking of great things let's talk about this meet that's kind of why we're here the the secs so team scores this is the first time we've talked about team scores really all season so auburn scored enough points to actually be Middle of the pack for the women. So they scored 59 overall team points to play seventh out of 13 teams. May I ask a question? Of course. In your honest opinion, where would you have placed, based off of how they performed in the regular season, where would you thought they would have placed? Honestly, I thought they would have been farther back. This was like like ninth place. Ninth place. So this This is a good surprise for me. So they jumped forward from what your expectations were. definitely. And there were a lot of, remember, the point system is... 10 points for first place, mm-hmm. 8 points for second, 6 points for third, 4, 3, 2, 1, on yeah. and on to the 8th place. So this means that we had a lot of high-scoring placements. No, yeah. I mean, when you've got headliners like, you know, Kylie Carter, Maddie Presley Malone. Beams. You know, it's, it's just, we knew probably the women were going to, in, in quotations here, outperform the men, obviously. Right. Different events. Score more points. Score more points, you know. But it's still nice to see us maybe exceed even the expectations we set for ourselves on the women's side. Absolutely. So just a couple highlights because I don't want to ruin the magic of all of the results. But for the women, we had Presley Weems who placed second in the women's 1500 meter. And then Joyce Camelli set the Auburn school record for the 5000 meter run and placed third. Placed third and still set a school record. Yeah. That shows you how fast this meet was. This competition is in out is outstanding. It's um, outstanding for outdoor. Oh my gosh! I I knew a bad joke was coming, but I didn't think it was you that know, one. It is sad that I'm the one with the dad joke. Oh my gosh, Jessica! This is like it gave me a headache just that joke alone. All right, sorry. Before she drops any more of those corny jokes, the men on their side they had a team score of thirty points, which got them tenth out of thirteen. So I'll ask you the same question. 
below, at, or above what you thought they would do. Honestly, that's exactly where I thought the men would be. So you thought men and women would probably be about the 9, 10 mark yep, together. I did. Okay. Well, the men actually met at the expectations, and I guess that's... I don't want to sound bad about previous teams, you know, but just taking an objective look about it, you know, we've been in the 13th spot. We've been yeah. in the 12th, the 11th spot, you know, so this is a step forward in the right direction for both squads. Absolutely. And then we had Malik Medivere for some of the highlights who placed third in the men's 400 meter hurdles with a PR of 49.58 seconds. Just a taste of what's coming because we want to save all the good stuff when we start talking about all of the events here. Uh, but I'm very pleased by what I see here with the seventh place finish for women. Yeah. And, and the, the 10th place for men. I just, I, I I will say I'm a slightly underwhelmed by the men a little bit. Cause I kind of had hoped that we would see them into like the eighth place, something like that. I knew that the women were going to get a higher placement from the men because they're, they've had not better athletes, but athletes who have been doing bigger things in a greater quantity on the women's side. Sure. So it makes sense that they would place higher in that format. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't think we should be discouraged. I think we had a lot of good talent show up, even though they may not make it to the next round of um, competition. Mm-hmm. It was a good meet. Absolutely. Overall. It was. Very, very, very happy with what happened here. Yeah, definitely. So let's move on to the entirety of the results. So for the men's 100 meter dash, we had Christopher Grant placing 10th out of 27 athletes with his average time, 10.41. So it's his season best, but he's run it quite a few times this season. Um, Then Jason Reese placing 20th with a time of 10.63, his fastest this season. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised Christopher Grant because he's done a little bit better. But again, it goes to show you the level of competition that's here at SEC Championship. That's it, because this was his fastest time of the season. So it just shows you that, yeah. It's not like he underperformed. He did his absolute best. Yeah. And that's all you can do when you go out there on the biggest stage. And that's what you hope for. Whether you place or not, you hope that you do your very best at the championship mm-hmm. meet. You that's, know? Because that's no regrets. It's like I've literally maxed out. Absolutely. Nothing to hold back on. Absolutely. So men's 800 meter, we had Eric Brown placing sixth out of eight athletes. This is for the finals. Um, so he did qualify for finals and he ran his season best. With a time of 1 minute, 48.8 seconds. Another athlete doing their very best when it most counts. Yep. The men's 5,000 meter, we've got one competitor. That is Tommy McDonough got 20th out of 30 with a run of 14 minutes, 53.5 seconds. So this is not his fastest time, but still, right. you know, in the uh, the second group, I, I was about to say the second half. It's not the half. But 20th out of 30 is not bad it's in not terms bad. of the SEC competition. All right, the steeplechase. We love to talk about the steeplechase. In fact, I watched some people fall in the steeplechase. Isn't it funny? <laughs> it, it really is. And I, feel, I don't mean to laugh, can, but can, it's funny. Should I feel bad laughing at that? As I mean, long as they're not injured, right? Okay. As long as they're not like majorly injured. But I could watch a montage of steeplechase falls all day long. In fact, if you need a good laugh right now, just go look that up. And, yeah. you know, just understand It'll that bring they're, you a lot of joy. they're still great athletes. Doesn't matter if they fall in the water and stuff. If you need to know what steeplechase is, you can go find it there. It's it's, it's pretty entertaining. Uh, 3,000 meters steeplechase for the men. Silas Kipnagic got 13th out of 20 competitors with a run of 9 minutes. Yeah, 9 minutes, 13.7 seconds. We also had Jack Rogers, 18th out of 20, 9 minutes, 24.8 
seconds. And this was not the best times for either of them, but this is a hard event to run in. Yep, for sure. So speaking of hard events, let's talk about some hurdles. Men's 110-meter hurdles. We had Oquendo Bernard placing 12 out of 15 athletes in 14.43 seconds. Kind of right in the middle of where Mm -hmm. he's been this season. Um, Then for the men's 400-meter hurdles, we had Malik Medivir qualify for finals. He placed third out of nine athletes with his season best of 49.58 seconds. And as Kyle said earlier, a personal best as well. Yeah, and he's the headliner for the men overall. So it kind of helps you understand why they maybe fell back a little bit in the the actual placements uh, when your best is third overall but people are scoring points up until the eighth position isn't it correct it just significantly drops off so malik scored a solid six points so um what do we say that's a fifth of the points that the men scored so great job to him yeah i mean he was the best contributor there and kind of led the way for the men all right let's talk about some field events for the men the high jump tj funches 12th out of 13 with a jump of 2.07 meters we also had in the pole vault which is a jump it's a yes. vault. It's a, vault. It's a jump. You almost said vault. You knew. Uh, James Corson, fourth out of 14, just outside of the podium. 5.25 meters was his jump. Not his best, but very close to it. Yeah. He had a 5.35 meter jump a couple, about five weeks ago or something like that. Um, so, I mean, I'm very proud of what James has done this season, and he just, just got outside of getting us that bronze medal. Yeah. But that's okay because he still scored a solid four points. Yeah. Anything to get us higher up in the rankings, that's all. <laughs> Absolutely. So moving on to the shot put, we had Adam Strauff placing 10th out of 15 athletes with a throw of 17.98 meters. Um, kind of right in the middle of for him this season. Then for the men's hammer throw, we actually had three athletes. We had Kyle Brown placing 8th out of 17 with 66.61 meters, his best this season, followed by Eric Ebel placing 12th in 63.46 meters, and Kyle Moisson placing 13th in 62.34 meters. All so, of the competitors right there in the middle of the pack with the SEC competition for the, for the most part. Yeah, definitely. All right. The last stuff we've got to talk about for the men, I'll finish this out here. All throwing events, which I love. The men's javelin throw. The Ni- <laughs> I almost called him the Nile. Not the, the Nile. Fisher. Niles Fisher. Third out of 12 competitors. He did get us the bronze medal with a throw of 71.60 meters. The interesting thing, this is not his best. It's actually his worst this season. I was going to be nice about it. But well, you <laughs> I'm just saying, so hopefully he will qualify for um, nationals, whatever mm-hmm. the next step is. Right. And he can throw his best. All right. So let me, let's just speculate here. We know we're seeing pretty, at least a couple of teams that are the best of the best in track and field. Yes. Arkansas yes. is definitely one of those. Up, yes. I know that hurts to say that, yes. especially in that type of stuff. Yes. So if you were to take Niles's best... And apply that he competed against the best, got third here in the SEC. If he does his best in nationals, where do you think he might fall? I mean, in I group? think he's got a solid chance to be middle of the pack. I think he could break the top five, personally. It, it may be a stretch. That's a stretch, but nothing is impossible. I, I think that he's got the potential to do that because he's kind of burst onto the scene this year. For sure. And really surprised us. Uh, the men's discus, Kyle Moyston, 21 out of 22 competitors in that discus throw, 46.6. Five meters was his throw. Not his best, but right there in the middle of everything. The men's decathlon, Alex Spiridonidis. We had three competitors overall. Got second out of 13 
with 7,618 points. His season best. Followed by David Edmondson, 8th out of 13, 6,626 points. Woo! So many Also points. his season best. And John Murray, 10th out of 13, 6,498 points. And guess what? Also. His season best. There you go. So all three men did the best in the men's decathlon. That's exactly what you want to see for the men. So overall, when you look at this, you know, obviously not as flashy. We got two third place finishes. There were a couple of PRs in there. So I think this is something you walk away from and being just slightly more than satisfied with. Like yeah. if you wanted to meet, ex- you, you met expectations and took a step forward, which is what you want to do. I agree. Hey, Auburn family, we're going to take a quick breather from this episode to bring you an important message. One of the most well-known things about Auburn fans is how loyal they are, and we show that loyalty by the colors that we wear. Let us help you stock up on those colors by going over to our tpublic.com store. There you'll find a variety of merchandise geared towards designs based on E2C Network and Auburn content. While TeePublic is known for their t-shirts, they have a wide selection of merchandise options for you to select one of these designs to be put on. They also have other types of apparel, stickers, mugs, and much more. Here's the beauty of it. Your purchase will help support this network and the content that we regularly produce. The purchase will also go to support independent artists who put a lot of hard work into designing these concepts, especially for you, the Auburn family. And did I mention that they regularly have sales? T-shirts for $13? You have to be kidding me. If you're ready to explore your purchase options, head on over to tpublic.com slash store slash E2C Network. You can also get there by going to our website at e2cnetwork.com slash support. Now that you've got some options to suit up for game day, let's head back into this episode. So moving on to the women's 1500 meter, so and all the women's results for that matter, Presley Weems, like we discussed, got a second place finish in the finals. She did make it to finals. Um, so there were 12 athletes competing in that, and she ran a time of 4 minutes, 15.7 seconds. Slightly slower. I was going to say, it isn't even her season best, but to get that silver medal, those eight points, I am so proud for her and so excited to see her because I think she definitely will make it onto the national scene. With I wonder, I know we don't have this information in front of us, but if we compared the winner versus right. her best time, how far off she would be. Yeah. Because it's only about a, what, a one point. Uh, 1.4 second second spread there so i would bet probably she got beat by more than that just kind of speculating maybe but it's probably a lot closer you should never know so for the women's 5,000 meter we did have 33 competitors excuse (sighs) me um joyce camelli placed third getting that bronze medal and the six points for the team with 15 minutes 48.8 seconds and we're going to say it's her season best because it's the only time she's competed in the 5,000 meter. In How good an athlete are you that you just walk out the first time you do something and you place on the podium? Yeah, I don't need to practice this at the other little trivial meets. Let me just come and completely annihilate everybody and get third. Can I just say that Kylie Carter, as my favorite track and field athlete right now, has got a little bit of competition with Joyce now? Oh, Joyce is freaking bomb. All of these women, these distance runners, and I'm going to throw Presley in there as distance. Yes. Traditionally, the 1500 is more of a middle distance, but in track and field, that's distance. These distance women are on fire, and I'm here for it. (laughs) Of course, you're a distance runner, and that's why you love it. That's right. (laughs) In the women's 400-meter hurdles, we've got Tyler Colbert, 19th out of 21 competitors, a 
for second run for her. Nia Benton-Andrews following up there with 20th out of those 21 competitors. 63.06 was her run. We've also got the women's 400 meter, or it's not 400, the 4 by 100 relay. The four competitors, Tyler Colbert, Nia Benton-Andrews, the Zatoria Thompson, and Destiny Charles. I think we've all seen this group. This is probably the core group for this event. Got 6th out of 7th. 44.84 seconds was their run as a group. And it's and actually their best for the season. Yeah. So they uh, got 45 when they started off and got down to 44 a couple of meets ago. And then now are down at this and point. And now they have changed. So Myra Mack ran it a couple mm-hmm. times in place of Zatoria. Um, and we've changed the um, order. The order. Correct. So it seems to be working. Fastest time of the season. So proud of those girls. Something I've noticed, and maybe I'm going to speak too soon here, we've had nobody finish dead last in any event thus far. Exactly. I love it. We're doing great. So women's high jump, three competitors. Caroline Lawrence placing eighth out of 16 with a jump of 1.75 meters, followed by Zatoria Thompson placing 10th in 1.70 meters, and Kamaya Dendy 13th with that also jump of 1.70 meters just didn't clear it as many times as Atoria mm-hmm. did. It's always confusing me to look at that. I've you've explained it to me a thousand times, and every time I do a double because take. Because here's the thing to me. If I've cleared that height, why am I having to do it again? Like, that should just be it. And move the bar. It's a win. Go on. But apparently that's not how that works. You should go out there and have a word with the uh, the, the <laughs> field Listen, event operators. There's so many things that I would gripe to them about. Number one is, why is your gun so loud? <laughs> This is what grinds my gears, Jessica. You know what the title of this podcast should be is, Why is your gun so loud? (laughs) It's a long title, but okay. Well, anyway, women's shot put. Tori McKinley placing 8th out of 20 competitors with a throw of 15.86 meters. Her season best Mm -hmm. by a significant amount. Previously, her season best was 15.08 meters. So, what is that? 0.78 meters farther. That's some good quick math. Here's the thing about Tori. And I think I've hinted at it a little bit. I've just tried to mince my words. She's a little underperformed a little bit, in my opinion, in the regular season. Wow. Just come out now out there on the biggest stage and just, you know, get your best out there. That's that's the way you want to do it. Absolutely. Um, Next for women's shot put, we have Mara Hewalt placing 14th with a throw of 15.47 meters. Then Jocelyn Budwig placing 17th. 14.55 14.55 meters. So solid performance from the women's shot put team. I'm going to steal the rest of the throws so I can have, not for the last time, because I know we've got nationals left yep. and she's definitely going to be it, but I want to end with Kylie Carter there at the okay, end. All okay. right. First, though, women's discus, Mara Hewalt, fourth, just missed the podium out of 14 competitors, 52.01 meter throw for her. Not her best, but close to it. Uh, Jocelyn Budwig, 10th out of 14, 48.63 meter throw for her. Right there, kind of middle. Well, maybe not middle, actually. I'm kind of looking back at this. Oh, yeah, right in the middle of where she normally yeah. is. The hammer throw, familiar name, Maddie Malone, gets the podium third out of 18, 64.70 meter throw for her. Now the javelin, where the Carters have been dominating. We've you get, say the Carters like they're related, and we actually don't know if they are. I think we determined. I think we did a little research and figured out they're not. Of course, now they'll hear this and refuse that. So we're sorry if that's true. <laughs> we're just grateful that we don't know you because we're sorry. I was about to say you're grateful that we don't know them. That sounds very rude. Because if we did know them and we Dude. didn't know if they were co- like family or not. Now I understand. 
Yeah. Now I understand. However, not only do they dominate because they're the Carters and they're good at javelin, but they almost themselves took the whole podium. If there was one more Carter, we might have done. (laughs) We have in the women's javelin throw, Kylie Carter just misses winning the whole dang thing for an SEC championship. Second out of 14, a 56.24 meter throw for her. She's done a lot better. She's actually, yeah, her season best was 60.69 meters. Now, again, you don't know what wind was yep. a factor in any of these throws, um, but solid performance for her right in the middle of where she's thrown. Like we said, she has thrown better, so looking forward to seeing her. In I would argue that had she even got halfway to her best, she probably would have won this event. Absolutely. I didn't look at the uh, the first place you know distance to kind of compare We're that. We're just going to go with that's a yes. But if, if she's only doing her mid-best at SECs, and if she does even half of that at Nationals, she's probably looking very good for you know being somewhere in the, fir- the top three overall. I think that's kind of where we're all expecting her to be. Yeah. A lot of pressure. But I think she can do it. She can definitely handle the pressure. Not to be forgotten, though, Ashley Carter, third out of 14, 52.37 meter throw for her, which is just below her best on the season. Yep. Very, very good. So I would imagine we've probably seen most of, most of these in, post, in further postseason competition. Hopefully so. And we've also got a few more things here to round out. We've got uh, Kiara McCarroll, who was also in the Javelin. Here I was, like, forgetting her altogether. Fifth out of 14, 49.92 meter throw for her. Just a little bit in the middle of where she's been previous to this season. Definitely. So the last event was the women's heptathlon. It is so interesting to me that the women do the heptathlon, the men do the decathlon. That's too many things. But anyway, not. I'll digress. <laughs> Natasha Jordan plays sixth out of 17 with a point score of 5530 5530 points. So very good performance for her right down the middle. Right. Pleased overall with and that. As opposed to going through all the events and telling you every bit of scoring and all that stuff just to give you a perspective of what she did in the heptathlon, the 100 meter hurdles, the high jump, the shot put, the 200 meter run, the long jump, the javelin throw and the 800 meter run. That's a lot of variety there that you've got to be able to compete That's against. So many things. And she placed Almost in the top five in SEC competition. Did very well. Absolutely. So Auburn has a week break, and then they return for the NCAA East prelims, May 25th through the 29th in Jacksonville, Florida. So this was kind of a good reminder for me that the top 48 athletes from each event will qualify, or the top 24 for relay teams. So not everybody gets to go to the NCAA East prelims, of course. But we have a good opportunity for a lot of our athletes to be there. So we will be thankful that they get a rest. And Mm. then we look forward to bringing them back May 25th through the 29th. Now, hopefully by the time you're hearing this, they've announced who's going to be there, you know, officially. Correct. So we'll know that exactly. Uh, But Auburn's not had the opportunity the last couple of seasons to talk about more than like a handful of people right. go into preliminaries in nationals, much less the actual national championships. Yeah. Uh, but so I think we savor have, this. Yeah. We've got an opportunity, I think for some of our athletes to actually make it all the way to nationals. I, I would count on it. Yeah. I'm stepping out a little bit there. I'm, I'm out on a limb there and okay. I, it feels a little shaky, but I think I feel confident it'll hold. I feel confident at least two of them will be there. And I think they'll probably both be women. I like it. We're calling our shots already. Okay. All right. Our shot puts. We knew you would have a dad joke. (laughs) Got one in before the show ended. Well, thank y'all for joining us. That's all we have for this edition of Tiger Tracks. War Eagle. War Eagle. 
Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?